Welcome back to another episode of our Eagle Perspective podcast. I'm Mike Siciliano, Dean of Students of the Upper School. I am joined today by our incredible athletic trainer, Michaela Johnson. Michaela, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. We are thrilled to have you. That thank you actually sounded authentic, even though we both know we had to <laughs> beg you to do this podcast. Yes. So we're really glad that you're here. Um, so you do an incredible job. I have been fortunate as a coach to get to see some of your work firsthand. So mm -hmm. what is your actual title and what certifications do you have? So my title is Certified Athletic Trainer. Okay. So I have an undergraduate degree in athletic training, and then I have a master's in coaching and athletic administration. The career path for athletic training now is an entry-level master's, okay. but I've already gone a different path for yeah. that. And then what are some of the things that you do on campus for us? So as an athletic trainer here at the high school setting, I help with physicals, I help with um, first responding to injuries, if an injury is something that I can manage the physical therapy component to and it doesn't need as much one-on-one -on -one attention, I'll do that here. Me being one person to 300 athletes, sometimes we yeah, have to kind of send sure. them elsewhere. Um, so initial evaluations, follow-ups, first aid, injury documentation, communicating with parents, communicating with physicians, helping kids get doctor's appointments with certain physicians if needed. And then you do athletic training elsewhere as well. Like you, you train athletic trainers, is that correct? I have grad students okay. that come from Point Loma's master's program yeah. and I'm part of their clinical rotation. Yeah. So they'll spend a year with me. It's usually around 15 to 18 hours a week learning the hands-on component yeah. of athletic training. Awesome. Cause it's a, not always exactly what you learn in the book. It's usually pretty different. <laughs> well, I mean, so let me think off the top of my head things that maybe they don't teach you in the book. Mm -hmm. Having conversations with coaches about why a certain player can't play. Yes. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking. I'm not saying we've had those conversations. Um, how about applying medical assistance to the coaches when they maybe like pull a muscle or yeah. something <laughs> on campus and they're not afraid to take advantage of the fact that athletic trainers are on campus? I mean, do those hit close to home a little bit? Just maybe? a little. Okay. We have a few coaches that yeah. are regulars. Yeah, none in it the helps. room, obviously. No. But um, so, okay, why don't we start with like, this might seem like a really dumb question, but mm -hmm. not every school has an athletic trainer. No. So why is it important that we have one? It's kind of a loaded question in the sense of athletic training is still a pretty young, new profession. It's, I mean, it's been around since around 1950, yeah. but in California, it's not as well integrated into the high school level. There's a lot of high schools that don't have them. Either they can't afford them, they don't see the value in having somebody there until an injury happens, yeah. right? Until something scary happens. And right. then they go, oh, maybe we should have somebody on campus. Um, you know, we're trained to be first responders in emergencies. We're there, you know, to reduce the cost for parents of doctor's visits and yeah. x-rays and MRIs. If it's something that we can look at and go, no, this, this doesn't need imaging. Let's give it a few days and they improve then best case scenario. Yeah. And we don't need to go through these other channels of directly to a doctor's visit. Right. And I will add to that. We've had a couple of scary situations mm -hmm. that I think we've we've been like, thank God Michaela's here, yeah. you know, um, and, and you've, I mean, you're kind of the go-to person you and all, we have a nurse on campus as mm -hmm. well, but especially after school, yeah, you know, you can get busy. I mean, we have very busy, what we might, we might have 
nine or 10 sports at once, (laughs) you know, having something. And I know you've had days where you're kind of bouncing all over the place. We obviously, unfortunately have had ambulance calls. We've had, you know, all of that stuff. And, um, and you've been, I mean, maybe this is a more personal question, but how are you able to handle that in a way that is so calm and it kind of just happens over time practicing it, you know, as a student, being like where my grad students are when they come and work under me, I was terrified. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to run out on the field and have to make a decision in that moment. I didn't yeah. feel like I knew enough at that point, you know, when you're learning. But then you're, yeah. you're doing so many practical application trainings through the schooling process as interns with other eyes over you kind of guiding you until you feel like you can handle it. Yeah. And you just kind of go through your checklist and... Yeah. So part of what amazes me about you too is that you you have to handle such a wide breadth of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe what are some of the most common ones, and then what's one or two like just crazy out of left field ones you've had to deal with that stick out to you? Uh, in what capacity? As an as an athletic as trainer. An athletic trainer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the super easy common ones are going to be your ankle sprains, a muscle strain. Yeah. Things like that, the kind of classic, like, oh, I felt something in my hamstring or I rolled my ankle. I have had some crazy cases over the years at different jobs that school did not prepare me for that were, you know, cardiac issues. Um, I had one girl that had like an implanted cardiac device. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? (laughs) Fresh out of school, you know, we sit down with the team doctors and they go over everything with me and they're kind of teaching me and coaching me up as I'm heading into this new adventure. Um, Seizures are always super nerve wracking and out of left field. I've had some crazy incidences with that, with other athletes over the years. And that part is, I feel like you don't really get prepared for very well until it happens. I mean, there's no real way to learn it until you kind of go through it once or twice. No. So those were probably the most out of left field for me. All right. So my... My favorite thing, in addition to the fact that we have you, is uh, a program that that I think Crystal started that mm-hmm. you have continued and grown with our student athletic trainers, uh, yes. and you know they've become a huge part of our sports, our fall sports in particular. But mm-hmm. I know some of them stay year round. Tell us a little about that program. So it's it's been about ten to twelve high school students that apply into the program at the end of the year. Um, sophomores, juniors, and seniors are what I have Mm -hmm. brought onto my team. It's after school. It's not a traditional class teaching platform. Um, But they come into the athletic training room once or twice a week. They learn how to tape. We learn foam rolling. We learn how we're setting up water for games. They assist me at games. We go over you know, splinting and kind of basic first aid stuff that if I'm by myself and as well and need an extra hand, they've been trained and they get to kind of experience and have some of this hands-on opportunities as well, which is fun. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty, like I would say by the end of the season, they're doing the bulk of a lot of the basic stuff, right? Like they're doing a lot of the taping pregame, for example, they're doing a lot of the first response to some of the more everyday, you know, the less serious things. Yeah. They actually can't like really respond, but I can say, Hey, do this. Can you give them X, Y, and Z? Right. 
can you grab this foam roller for so-and-so? And So how much do they learn over the course of a season? It's kind of, I mean, they learn a lot, yeah. but it, it really depends on what happens in the season. Yeah. I so I teach true. them kind of as we go. So if yeah. we see a lot of ankles, they learn a lot about ankles. If yeah. we see a lot of concussions, they learn a lot about concussions. So just based on how the season is going is what they learn more of. Yeah. And then you build a pretty neat community there too. Mm -hmm. So you, you know, a football team here for a long time has done pasta dinners. Mm -hmm. I know that's something you guys have adopted. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's another one too, that Crystal had had kind of built that foundation for, and I was able to kind of come in and keep it going, which has been really fun. Yeah. So that one, ours is called TNO, which was trainers night out. Love it. But we have in, (laughs) we have dinner in the athletic training room, (laughs) (laughs) but it's our time to, you know, have a little devotion, pray together, check in, maybe have a guest speaker, little in-service depending on how the week has been going. And And I know from talking from some of our students, like some of them have gone on to have interest in this as a career. Yeah. There's been a few or into the medical field in general. Yeah. So nursing, pre-med, athletic training, physical therapy, yeah, like all the different avenues. Who who's out there now that you could share that is pursuing this? I know Wesley was Wesley Addicts. Yeah, she pursued the athletics awesome. training yeah. route. Um, Caroline went nursing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she was the other one that's in my mind. Caroline Carnes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, yes. And you have a couple now I know who have expressed interest in potentially doing mm-hmm. it as well. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, um, it's I exciting. I would say I would say they also get you as a mentor. What's it like mm-hmm. for you to have this kind of room bustling full of 10 to 12 students that you get to mentor. I love it. I mean, they become my team. Yeah. They're an extension of what I do in that room. And I don't think I would be able to do what I do without them in that way. And they make it fun. Like they keep it light. They, (laughs) they keep it young. Yeah. (laughs) And I I enjoy that. Yeah. The only problem is we have some boys that like to spend a little too much time in the training room. (laughs) I try to kick them out as much as I can. You do great. You do great. You know, we need to, (laughs) we need to get the student trainers to have that same attitude a little bit, you know? Um, but it's pretty neat. And then I know, you know, in some of our games, when, uh, a player goes down, which mm-hmm. we hope never happens. But a lot of times it's you and two or three of them that are the first ones on the scene, right? Yes. So okay. part of the sideline rotation is, so they, I have four high school students with me on the sideline and they rotate every quarter. So there's two on water, one okay. on blood. So you'll see them with gloves on, okay. ready to on cover duty. wounds if any come <laughs> off the field yeah. and then one on me. Okay. And so the person on me is following me. If we run on the field, they run out there with me. Should I need more supplies when I'm out there? They're my runner. Okay, so they know yeah. where everything is in my kit, under my table. Um, they're, yeah, they're ready yeah. to help however they can. It's pretty hands-on experience. It is. And so they are, um, it is a requirement that they're CPR and first aid certified okay. before they start. Yeah. So they have some of that under their belt and are aware of basic first aid. Yeah. And, and you guys kind of do a hell week too, right? During your hell week. During our hell week. Yes. Okay, so what does that look like? <laughs> That is, we're learning, again, that's the basics of taping blood wound care. We're going over those sideline rotations, what we do with the waters, how to manage the space in the athletic training room, things like that. Okay. Now, do you do like fun competitions and games like we do, or is that maybe? So sometimes. So last year we had time too. This okay. year I was a little busier <laughs> during Hell Week, and we yeah. didn't get to do as many yeah, games. Yeah, that was our fault. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so if football has less injuries during Hell Week, then yes, we can play some fun games. We've done, like Simon says, with foam rolling, and I have them try to guess and figure out how to foam roll different body parts 
And then we go over it yeah. like, well, this is a better, yes, you're doing it, but this is a more efficient way yeah. to do that. Or this is how I do it. So whether they choose to have a career in the medical field or not, mm-hmm. what are you hoping that the kids leave your program with? Just a good sense of camaraderie and how to care for their peers. And if they get a little bit of first aid knowledge out of that and more understanding of their own bodies and how they work, I think that's all I'm asking at this point. Okay. So thinking through, I mean, we've talked about a lot of things that you do. Mm -hmm. Um, What do schools do if they don't have a certified athletic trainer? So if they don't have someone on campus, they, they use a nurse. If they have a nurse during school hours, after school, it tends to fall on the coaches and the parents. And a lot of times they aren't trained. So sometimes they can move an athlete that's injured and make things worse, or Mm -hmm. they have to call 911 right away, even if it's something that maybe doesn't require a 911 call, but they don't know what to do. Yeah. And it's a good time to mention you, you have a lot of, you know, for lack of a better term, power (laughs) (laughs) in, in our athletic games Mm -hmm. in that, you know, anytime there's a a head contact or really any kind of injury, Mm -hmm. you know, coaches can't put a player in until you've cleared them. So you actually have the, uh, with your expertise, the ability to say this player cannot go back in. I do. Okay. And it's hard. I don't like to say that. And it's really, it's really hard to say, Yeah. but it's, if I am ever saying no, they cannot go back out there. It's for a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually appreciate that because we don't want to be the coaches that put somebody in that shouldn't be in, you know, that's the, obviously the athlete first. So, uh, so we appreciate you. (laughs) Well, I appreciate working with coaches that trust me to make those decisions and honor those decisions and don't go you don't know, you get coaches that will do whatever they want to do yeah. regardless. And that things get scary. Listen, as <laughs> long as, you, happens, as, long so as you treat my injuries when they happen, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, of course. Uh, we, no, we but really, really it. it's good. It feels like a cohesive team and that's important to me. Yeah. So that's been good. a blessing to be here and no, have to, that. to us as well. And we know in sports, there's going to be injuries. There, and, yes. And obviously the, the majority of players we hope don't have them, mm-hmm. but it is nice for the ones that have them that we have you mm-hmm. and, um, you know, to know that a, there, there's going to be a, a response on site right away. That is good. But that also over time, I mean, that's a lot of what you do in the afternoons. I see you in there with people who are already injured mm-hmm. doing their rehab and yeah. getting them back. Yeah. So. They're getting stronger, going through range of motion exercises. Yeah. Sometimes the injuries are more of aches aches and pains and we can work through that too. Maybe it's not a full injury and something is really sore today. Which I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll vouch for you. You are really good at sometimes being like, yeah, he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michaela, we are really grateful for you and not just that you're here, but that you came to do the podcast (laughs) after what months of us begging you months and Um, many, many, (laughs) many attempts (laughs) and and promises of all kinds of rewards. Um, but our kids are really lucky to have you both our athletes and most of all those trainers that are in there with you learning from you. So I can't say thank you enough for what you do here. Thank you. And thank you if you are watching or listening to us. If this is your first time hearing one of our Eagle Perspective podcasts, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or elsewhere podcasts are available. Please check us out. We'll be back with you again soon.